What's up, everybody? Welcome to Authentic Podcast with Mitch and Lorenzo. How you guys doing? What's up, everybody? As you can see, I'm up here. I'm as high as I can be in outer space. Ready hey, you're cousin. You're cousin with. You're with Elon. I'm, yeah, I'm Elon Musk, baby. I am the next Elon Musk. Elon Mitch Crowley. Well, Elon Mitch. Let's uh, go. Well, no, today we're actually super stoked about this um, podcast. I mean, for me, you know, being a finance major, we're going to talk about some financial basics and some Let's go. experience that we had. So, Lorenzo, go and kick off. Yeah, um, we got uh, – I love we got a comment on our, on our Instagram by, by your boy Anthony, the guy he was on uh, – we had him on in an earlier – episode and he's like you know you guys should talk about finances or um investing and all that stuff and i'm like that's a great topic mitch you know went to u of a, u of a right yep yeah yeah i currently work at a financial institution and learning a lot about the financial industry and i think it'd be a fun topic to talk talk about to go you know back and forth on uh on some some really important topics that are you know, authentic to us and our lives. And we want to just share with everyone else. If you have any comments, questions, shoot us a DM on IG at authentic, authentic pod 2020. You can find us on IG authentic pod 2020. Follow big Mitch Crowley, follow groovy Mac B um, putting out podcasts and content. And uh, we're also on Facebook. And YouTube, come on, we're everywhere. We're like the universe. Come on. Yeah, we are everything. <laughs> we are you know what I'm talking about? We are universal. We, we are universal. Uh, we're also, yeah, on LinkedIn. Uh, we got Mitch Crowley and Lorenzo Brown. Follow us on LinkedIn. Let's go. Yes. Um, so uh, I think I'm going to have, you know, I'm going to have you take it away, Mitch, with uh, your first topic you wanted to talk about. I know you had some, some talking points you want to yes, throw sir. out there. I'll take it. Two years of hell of finance. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, but it was definitely a good major. I'm, I mean, like, I didn't choose it because I liked it. I kind of challenged myself really to kind of, you know, get the best out of myself. Wow, that's awesome. I, I did that. So I did, you know, definitely learn a lot from it. But the biggest kind of takeaway I have from finance is just in general, like, every day of, like, of an, an action that you don't collect wealth. Like, think about this. Like, when you have a savings account, I did the research. When you have mm -hmm. a savings account, your money is only earning 04 interest you know per year even right now rates have gone down bro rates are t barely nothing right now exactly and like the average price of you know cost of goods is rising by two percent i mean 0.4 two percent you do the math i mean mm -hmm. not really break even you're losing money so mm -hmm. i mean you really have to be in a rush to alter your finances and really understand that every day of not making the decision to invest is making you poorer and poorer um, I mean, at the end of the day, you want to start as soon as possible. The younger, the better. And you can vouch me on that, Lorenzo. Yeah. I mean, in what area of your life where you're inactive do you progress forward? Nowhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you're going to, you know, inactivity, I think, is the worst thing you can do. Um, even planning, you know, you're doing something. So I think this is this is perfect. We want to talk, you know, we need to – the quicker or at least this, the earlier, you know, the earlier, the better. Lorenzo, we talked about this is how you kind of, what you got me inspired was like how you really didn't understand or never got taught. Nobody said, hey, Lorenzo, you know, you should be, what's a debit card? What's a credit card? What's a savings? Yeah. What's, an what's a credit score? It's interest. Yeah. Like you didn't, you had to teach yourself. Like my dad being a finance you know, advisor, 
I luckily was around that realm of business and I kind of understood, but the way you taught yourself is that's what is like the personal development side. You took action and did something about it. So right. I feel like you have to, because I mean, not, you're not, you're not, uh, not all the time. No one's going to throw stuff at you. You know, you'd be lucky to find a mentor or to find someone that can pour into you. Um, you know, so I think, uh, finding you can even you know find everything is on available for you online you can learn about anything thanks to google like you can literally search anything you want and, and do your own research the main thing mitch is are you willing to put in the work and to learn you know and that's that's one of the main things and i think one thing is one more thing is like once you become like you know on your own like secure your own in, independent adult and you're paying your own rent you're paying your expenses and you realize like, whoa, like money and finance is huge, right? That scary like realization, like I need yeah. money, I need to learn how to invest, I need mm -hmm. to learn how to save. So right. that's one thing as well. Learning how to save is key. Like, especially, yeah, exactly. You're right out of you're out of the school, right out of college, and now you gotta pay rent. Over here in the Bay Area, you're paying for a room, you're renting a room for a thousand dollars minimum. Like yeah. and you're living yeah. paycheck to paycheck, which is not what you want to do. What are you gonna do with the rest of your money? You know, what how, how are you gonna save up? Are you gonna go into credit card debt or are you gonna you know get into loans and then then you're you're all your whole paycheck like you said you're living paycheck to paycheck you're not building wealth and you're not saving for the future yeah and unfortunately that's where a lot of the lower income um houses you know families that's what's happening you know it's because yeah. you're not thinking about your future you're living paycheck to paycheck Living off credit cards uh, credit cards you're in debt and and it's kind of uh People think, you know, maybe I can just go bankrupt or something. But then you, it's hard to come back from something like that. And but it's, yeah, think, loans, mortgages, it's everything. So The main thing is, you know, learn, uh, you know, reach out to someone and, and try to get yourself out of that. You know, you don't want to be in, in, in that hole. Well, it's like if you mess up in, in your professional life, yes. But if you mess up in your finances, you've ruined your credit, you're screwed, dude. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, there's like some credit, but like that's, yeah. hey, I lost like $8,000. Why? Oh, I, mm -hmm. I invested in something stupid. Do your research. Reach out. That gets to the next topic. I mean, I mean, I was going to talk about this, but lead into it. Like for me, um, in my networking group, uh, one of my good friends is my financial advisor, Andrew Herko. Um, mm -hmm. I've reached out to him. And I believe I pay him a flat rate fee for my investments. But I mean, I mean, think about this. I mean, you have a savings account and he, well, I already knew this, but before I reached out to him, you know, I was putting about 20% away uh, per paycheck, per pay period and mm -hmm. uh, um, towards my investment account and the rest of my savings. I mean, mm -hmm. three, four years later, I had almost $30,000 in there. Just Let's go. sales and all that stuff, but about 20% yeah. away. And it, it does make a difference. I know you were talking about that too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, the other thing I think even, um, let's say you don't know how to save, right? I think the minimum you need to do is at least 10% a paycheck. Okay. Um, you make, if you're making $2,000 every two weeks, yeah, like, um, make it like, like kind of make it like, tailored towards what you kind of make. Exactly. Make it make it uh, make it acceptable for you. Maybe yeah, you'll have like expenses and like other like entertainment and stuff like that. Yeah. Like what what can you cut out? You can you don't need Netflix, Hulu. Uh, what do you what's the other thing? HBO. You don't need every single subscription service. What what are the if you if you really if you really want to you know build wealth you know what can I you're gonna want to look at your expenses. What can I cut 
yep. then I can start towards saving. You said a perfect I, thing, dude. You said a perfect yeah. thing. I just read a book called The Roadside Scholar, and he said that exactly. He basically Come said, on. listen, like, list, like, like, your necessities and what expenses can you replace them with that are cheaper, right? And little mm-hmm. things add up. I mean, this guy was crazy, like, two, toothpaste, like, clothing, like, soap. Yeah. Oh, everything adds up. And it came down a couple thousand dollars. Yeah. If you really break it down, like the compounding interest of that, like crazy. Right. And I was joking about this with my colleague, like, um, you, you know, if you, you don't, but if you don't budget and you're just swiping your debit card, you know, your bank is really good at just, everything adds up, just subtract, 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 subtract. And they will, yeah, (laughs) they won't, they won't mess around. (laughs) I swear I buddy this. Yeah, exactly. It's their money. They're going to get paid. So, um, and then the other thing is too, if you're not watching, if you're not budgeting correctly, if you're, um, a lot of people do NSF, uh, non-sufficient funds and then the banks charge fees and fees on top of that. So you're paying not only, you know, now your bank account's not only going negative, but now you're going less than negative because you're going to have to pay. It. They, so it's just- on top of that, they pay a percentage of you getting an NSF, NSF, right? So yeah, you get like a fee. Like I think Wells Fargo charges like thirty-five dollars each time you. That's the story of my life in college. I was broke yeah. in college. I got so many NSFs from Bank of America. Yeah, and it's like. Uh, not, but not many people know this, but you have a credit score, but then you also have a banking history score. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it, yeah, if you, if you, it's, it's a, it's a banking history score, it's called qualify. Basically, if you overdraw your account so many times, it lowers your score. So then next time you want to say, Hey, I want to go from Wells Fargo to Chase, Chase pulls your record and like, ah, this guy has so many NSFs, NSF fees. Uh, let's not have them open a bank account with that. Yeah. And then you can't, you can't open a bank account. It's like, then you got to go to check cashing places to cash your check, which charges uh, at least uh, 5%, I think, at least of your paycheck just to cash uh-huh. the fees. So it's like fees, 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 fees. Not all that adds up as well. Well, one thing I learned was I got a, only a $500 max credit card when I was first in college, so I can always pay it off, right? Right, that $5 right. limit, I can always pay it off. And then once I got out of college, my credit was really good. And then I applied for another like $3,000 credit, right? Start small, nice. right? Start small. Yeah, don't, because these kids that come in, and I luckily just learned from other people not doing it. But I mean, like, I was like, okay, $500 is doable, right? I know I make enough just from my job at college. I can always pay it off. So right. start small, you work bigger, and you also build your credit up a lot more too. Right. Which brings my, my me to my next point is uh, is like budget. Like, a lot of people, if you're young, you don't know how to budget. Like I honestly didn't know how to budget until like I was like 23, 24 years old. And it's like insane. Uh, and I, I'm not even that old. I'm going to be 26 this month. And it's like, <laughs> um, figure out, figure out, learn how to budget. It's not, it's not that hard. Um, there's a thing called a zero dollar budget. Basically you want to give every single dollar a, a, a place to go, you know, I, $200 for food, I have maybe uh, $100 for my phone, uh, Wi-Fi, you know, just the basic necessities. Yeah. And then whatever you have left over, don't just leave it as uh, miscellaneous because you, <laughs> the next page, uh, a week goes by and you're like, where'd all my money go? Yeah, no, just picking back What you exactly said is, well, I was going to say is, well, I call it like pools of money, right? So it's like, okay. okay, if my car breaks down, I have a couple grand in here. 
um, for mm-hmm. expenses, right? Different yes, pools. pools. Yeah, different pools. Days mm-hmm. because they're going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. I know you have an investment in savings, but okay, you know, I have car payments, you know, my house I want to buy. Any goal that you want, mm-hmm. make, it, make a little pool or a little savings account for it. Yeah. And exactly what you said as well. It's like, I like, yeah, no, it's, it's the same thing. It's like, yeah, different pools of money. Um, because if you don't tell your money where to go, your money's going to be gone by the time you know it. You don't have an exact plan, write it out. Like, like you do, you probably write it out. Okay. This is going to that. It really helps you logically think about it. And there's so many apps nowadays and, and financial technology is getting, um, so much more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have, so, yeah. I heard so many that drives me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what do you, what do you got next? What do you got next? Um, so one thing I just did, um, which I learned from uh, the roadside scholar was basically the first investment, um, was basically I did let's see, about six months ago. I invested into like a Roth IRA. So mm-hmm. it's an what is a Roth IRA? Roth IRA is basically an individual retirement account. So it's basically, um, when it gets ga- tax, when it gets gains on it, you don't get taxed on the gains and you can withdraw from it tax-free. So it's a super big tax advantage. And at 65 and a half, you can pull that out. But basically, you get taxed in when you first start, but when you pull it out, you don't get taxed. So you get mm-hmm. taxed on the money going in, but when you mm-hmm. pull money out, you don't get taxed. And so, but you, you get taxed when you, con- when you contribute. Yes. It, it, your money grows tax-free. And there's another Roth that basically, another Roth is opposite. Money goes right. pre-tax, and then right. pre-tax. you pull it out, you get taxed. Right. You talk two different Roths, but I went with that one. It's probably the best. But basically, the max like annual limit you can put. So you can backdate it. You can do a 2019 and a 2020. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I did a 2019 and a 2020 and max it out. The max is six grand for each. I, I maxed out both of those. And I mean, it's it's just like I mean, I did that 24 years old. I mean, you do the math at 65. Both of those would be worth you know almost a couple million around that. But then now the other thing is the, the good um, tip that you said is get started early because uh, I don't know if you know, but I believe there is a, um, uh, how much, if you, if you make too much money, you cannot be qualified for a Roth IRA. So it's good to start now to start building that. So then when you're in the career later down the road, say 40 years old and you're making a lot of money, um, you might not be qualified to contribute for that Roth IRA. Well, I, think is, dude, is I think you. I think if you what you said, it's, I think if you have like a 401k and a Roth, there's a certain amount of money you can make that you mm-hmm. allocate it to something like that. You're right. I don't know, but mm-hmm. do you have any? Uh, I mean, what does your company do for matching your 401k? Well, I I love you know you can people. I think it's good to di- diversify. You know, I love that you said. So you just when did you start that Roth IRA? Um, almost six months ago. And how did you find out about it? Uh, my, well, I already know about it through finance and through my book I read. Oh, I educated through, through, Yeah, you educated yourself. So, like, I'm sure, like, I wonder if even half of our audience listening knows what a Roth IRA means. Well, I mean, finance helped me a lot, but I did my I did my research, looked it up, went to the advisor because I knew I was talking about told my I wanted and said, yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Because so uh, there's a lot of tax benefits for that. The other one is a traditional Roth. Yeah, that's so the one I Roth. Uh, and then there's the Roth IRA. So it's they're both individual retirement accounts. Um, and you can, you know, you, you can do that and you can have a 401k. Yep. And then even if later down the road, you can have, say you have your Roth IRA and it's not really doing, making any movement. You can, um, I think you can only do it uh, one time. I'm trying to figure out. So you can move that Roth IRA 
or traditional Roth, you and you can over. bring it over into your 401k. Uh, or I, I think I have it backwards. Don't quote me on this. I think it, maybe it's 401k. You can you can uh, convert it to a, a Roth IRA. But another one I also did was a whole life policy. So I did like a retirement life insurance. Basically, I pulled out myself. I pay like two hundred dollars a month for nice. insurance. So it's it's basically like I can use it as a bank personal bank account. Once it gets to a certain amount of money, I can pull out and then pay it back. So, nice. When to retire? Yeah, it's retirement. You know, this is like a whole life policy, like a life insurance policy. Okay, whole life. Yeah, whole life. Because I know there's whole life and then there's term life. Yeah, whole. Yeah, I did whole. It's okay. Whole, yeah, so it's definitely a good thing to do. But I mean, what does your company match on your four hundred one k? So my company matches five percent. So um, when I when I was first starting, um, I I didn't want to put too much into uh, my four hundred one k because I wanted to pay off some pay off my debts and build up my savings. Um, so what I think where I would advise people on that is take advantage of the if you have a if your company has a 401k matching plan because that's free money it's free money um your your money goes in tax-free you know from uh pre-tax pre-tax from your check and it goes into the 401k and then they pay whatever you put in yep. so i have i know colleagues that are putting they're putting their i think their max increase i think 14 percent i don't know uh, you can, you can go, I think like 14, 15% of your paycheck can go towards, you know, retirement mm -hmm. income. But I know a lot of people, a lot of my older colleagues are doing it. Um, they're, they're putting the max contributions because they started doing, they started putting funding their retirement like later in life. So we're, we're young. So it's perfect to get started now and build that up so the kids are thinking like the way you said it perfectly it's like as a kid you're like okay yeah up front it hurts you on the cash flow state like basis of maxing mm -hmm. out but i mean long term you won't you'll regret you won't regret it that you max yeah. out and obviously the more money you make the better job you get you know the more income you get cash flow you get. and if you want us to live in california when you retire i think you need to at least have a million dollars if you have to like a <laughs> hundred thousand dollars is nothing this year's dude yeah or you can, you know, take that money and run with Texas or Arizona. <laughs> is Arizona cheap? Is it cheap to live in Arizona? Yeah. Actually, yes. Yeah. So another thing I'm doing is I'm going to buy a house probably next year, July, July of 2021. I'm looking at Carolina or Texas as an nice. investment property. One thing I wanted to say is like, so you know, like the, uh, you know, financial statement, right? Income, expenses, assets, cash flow. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I found out this in on a podcast I listened to. So I, I didn't know that like a lot. So a liability is my car insurance or my car payment, right? It's taking money out of me. But I right. found out that an asset is this house I'm buying and renting yep. it. So my asset, it's a good, it's a good debt. So my, that house- your car, your car is depreciating in value. Because of wow, real estate. So it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a debt, but my house, my investment is a, it's an asset because it's bringing mm -hmm. money in, right? It's cash. Mm -hmm. it's, it's cash flow because yeah, exactly. You're- you, 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 My rent are breaking even. Mm -hmm. so it's like exactly and you can rent it out and uh and you don't even have to live there you can have like a higher like a managing property yep. property manager yeah. to to uh and you just got monthly cash flow coming in the older you do it the better off right i mean exactly so and then, yeah and then you can have multiple real estate you know places i know people that are um i have we have clients at our bank that do that and they're just make like their own apartment complex they can retire got people coming in exactly 
I think that's what I'm gonna do when I, you know, later down the road, just like buy a bunch of properties, apartment complexes, and just have people just paying me. That's Lacroix Property Services. The red Lacroix. Uh All right, sweet. Um, the next thing I want to talk about. Oh, investing. So people people want to find out, you know, what can you do with that, uh, investing if you want to. I, th I see a lot of young people are starting to invest. You know, before, I just want to preface this. Also, wait, first of all, if you don't know about, about investing, please talk to a financial advisor. <laughs> do your research. You do anything in the stock market? I, I don't. Yeah. Huh? You do anything in the stock market? I used to, but I got out before. I got out in January, but everything is, it, there's no, like, everything is back to normal. Um, you know, it was record high stock in, in December and everything started crash in January and then everything started crashing in March. Literally, right now we're back to normal. Yeah. The stock market is back to normal, but we're still in this pandemic crisis. People are going to get evicted. No one, we just lost it. So it's crazy how like literally, right? it's been, sorry? the stock market's been inflated because everyone's just dumping in money. So it's, like, so it's so crazy. And you know, who's getting rich right now is the rich. Yeah. I made a lot of money. I mean, my, like I said, my Roth 408 401k thing made so much money. Like I was like, yeah. made like capital gains. Of it's crazy. The stock market is like the NASDAQ. I think the technology um, sector, it like hit its all time record high. That's wild. Insane. It's just like, yeah, it's just, so what I was, um, what I wanted to say is, um, if you want to get into that, I see a lot of young people investing now, uh, because there's a lot of FinTech financial technology, um, robo advisors. One of the, one of the groundbreaking ones is Robin hood who is actually based out of, um, Mountain View or Menlo park. I think Menlo park, Menlo park. Um, so they, they do commission free trading where you can start with a dollar, uh, and buy, you can buy Amazon because they do fractional share trading. Um, and they, it's all free and you just pay, um, you pay, if you make, let's say you sell a stock and you made profit, you pay, um, taxes on that. And anyways, they, they started that. And then after Ameritrade, Charles Schwab, everyone started doing commission free trading. So you can go to open up a Charles Schwab account and, you know, invest with like $5 and have yeah. shares in, in these, in these technology companies like Apple, Facebook and stuff. I like feel that. Like you have to be very kind of more like, like more like, you have to like kind of be confident in yourself and have the skills and knowledge to kind of go about it. Cause like, I mean, so even then, even then you have to be, the main thing I wanted to say is you have to be okay with losing that money. Yeah, that's true too. It's a high risk. It's high risk. But unless, unless you are at all times, right? Even though, like, even if you're a friend or family, like, ask them, right? Sorry. I'm saying like, I mean, at least you can go talk to financial advisor. Just talk to them, you know? I'll exactly. They're, they're going to leave yeah. you all the way. No, come on. Even, uh, <laughs> even, even some banks, even some banks will, if you you can talk to a financial advisor for free um, and you can talk to them, you know, but will they be biased? <laughs> you know, I don't know. Will they be bi are you biased? Uh -huh. Are you biased? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, in a credit union, uh, we're, we're not biased, man. If you, if you can get a better deal somewhere else, you know, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> we're, uh, but, uh, 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 but yeah, like, so I was saying like, I mean, if you're scared on trading, um, what I, one of the things I heard uh, good advice was get into ETFs or exchange traded funds because those are 
a little bit less riskier. So the exchange traded fund is you can basically, it's, uh, there's different ones and you can invest uh, in one ETF, but that one ETF is uh, grouped with, it can be like the top 500 performing technology companies and you can purchase that exchange traded fund. And depending on how well they do, it can increase you know, your profits. But then if they don't do well, you know, you can lose money. So, yeah, definitely. In the day, like you said, the, the resources are on the internet for you to look up. Resources on the internet. Please talk to a financial advisor. Don't. Hey, yeah. I'm telling you, you say, hey, Mitch Lorenzo, I lost all my money. Lorenzo <laughs> <laughs> told me to do that. Hey, next podcast. You know, I heard on Authentic, the Authentic podcast, they told us. It told us to dump all the money in the stock market because it's record right now. We just loses their money. I know, seriously. <laughs> just simple stuff that we know that can like it's like slight edge decisions that can change your finances. Like little yeah, slight edge exactly. You have to go ahead and do it, right? You have the person looking back in the mirror is the only one that can be able to do it. So right. All right. I think uh, I think that does it for uh, today's episode, man. That was a good one. Yes, I feel financially stable. Right now. I feel. Yes. Again, please reach out to us in the DMs. Ask us questions. Let us know what other topics you guys want to hear that we can talk about. Mm -hmm. uh, this was a good one. Follow us on IG on Authentic Pod 2020. Authentic Pod 2020. You can also uh, follow Mitch at Big Mitch Crowley. Follow me at Groovy Mac B. Uh, we're on Facebook as well. Authentic Pod. Any any uh. Any other last comments you want to speak to? Yeah, Rocket Man. Cause I'm feeling okay. I'm just doing. <laughs> yeah, no, I would have a great weekend. Be safe. Exactly. Have a great weekend. Um, stay away from me. Don't call from me and wash your hands. Wear a mask. Wear a mask. Mask off. All right. Mask. Until the next one. Yeah, let me, Lorenzo, know what you want us to do. You know, we're looking yeah. forward to it. Yes. Yes, sir. All right. Peace. <laughs>